Well, praise the Lord, folks. This is J.W. Brand here at God's Whole Word, and it is so good to be with y'all here on this Tuesday. We are now in the month of February. I tell you, time is just moving on. And uh, I, I do want to let y'all know that um, we uh, did not have any podcast last week on last Tuesday or last Friday. Uh, we had to uh, take a break in order to take care of some situations and, and some family members and, and getting those things um, uh, squared away and all. And so uh, we are uh, back here with you now. And uh, so we're going to just get right on in uh, to God's whole word. Amen. And before we do that, as we always, uh, I, I know it's a podcast. I get all that. I understand. And uh, But I, I, I pray. I, I don't want to do it. The Bible says do all things in the name of the Lord. And I'm, I want to take it to prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your love. And so many, many things we can thank you. We thank you for your mercy and your guidance and so much that you give us, so much that you bless us with. We give you praise. And we ask you, Lord, that you would bless this podcast today as we talk about your love. And we give you praise and adoration in Jesus' name. Amen. And so it is that um, as you heard in my prayer, I want to uh, talk here on this podcast. And, and y'all, you know, some folks they just say, well, it just ain't no podcast. It's just a Bible study and all. Well, you know, in time, I, I will have some folks that will come on. We'll be able to, um, a lot of folks may wonder why, you know, you can't see this podcast and really what it came down to is my son was helping us put all this together and uh, we're fairly new in this and um, uh, we were not able to get uh, it to work right, the computer to work right in order to do uh, those things like that. And so maybe in the future we're going to do that. But I would uh, let you know, I'm going to let you know, uh, y'all want to uh, see who it is talking to you. Well, uh, we have also what's called the Eunuch Preacher, and you can find the Eunuch Preacher um, on uh, YouTube. It is on YouTube, and uh, I'm going to let you know uh, we have our Bible study, our Wednesday night Bible studies on the Eunuch Preacher, as well as our worship service on the Eunuch Preacher that we uh, have on Saturdays. And... Um, uh, we come together on the Sabbath, and we uh, just have a really good time in the Lord. But I'll tell you now, Saturdays and Wednesdays, both uh, uh, Wednesday night Bible study and, and especially on the Saturdays, uh, we have the full uh, blown out worship service. Uh, and, uh, you know, we got the singing and the praying just like any other church service. Uh, and and uh, we uh, just want to give God the... the uh, all of the worship and all of the praise and and uh, just allowing him to know that we love him and that we want to give him uh, the glory and the honor and coming together you know the bible says not to forsake the assembly to yourselves together such as the man of some is so we come together for worship and uh, we've got our singing and we we praise god we shout and we dance and all of those things and and have just a, an actual uh, full worship service uh, with all those things including um taking prayer requests, and uh, also a message. And um, so with that said, uh, we also have Bible study on that uh, the eunuch preacher. That is what the name of it is. Uh, I will, in, at a further time, explain those things. Uh, you can listen to all of the uh, messages that we've, uh, and uh, well, the worship services, and uh, the uh, messages that go along with that, as well as our Wednesday night Bible studies. All those things are taped and put there on YouTube, and there's a list of them, and you can go through and, and uh, watch those. And in time, we'll try to get this podcast fixed up where y'all can uh, see us, and we'll have people in the future to come in and talk and all that. But, uh, but you know, in, in the uh, interim, I have uh, wanted to be able to set this podcast up in a way that we can talk about any and everything that we can uh you know according to god's word because this is the reason why we call it god's whole word because we believe uh that uh, god gives us everything that we need in the book of peter we find that the word of god says 
that God will give us everything that pertains to life and godliness. And I absolutely 100% believe that. And so uh, today we're going to talk about God and his love. We're going to talk about those things. And uh, uh, first off, I want to um, guide you, if you will, and uh, y'all know that from hearing me, either if you're listening uh, to us on YouTube on the Eunuch Preacher, and that's spelled E-U-U-C-H, E U. Oh, excuse me. E-U-N-U-C-H. There you go. Eunuch preacher. Yeah. And so it's E-U-N-U-C-H. The eunuch preacher. And um, we we want to uh, be able to encourage you to um, look at those uh, messages and the worship service because maybe maybe you don't have a place to worship and you can come in online and, and enjoy a time of worship until you find a body of believers that you can connect with and we certainly would invite you and, and want you to come on up in in there uh, with us uh, but uh, anyway let's get right on in here and so uh, the first thing we want to talk about is in first uh, John and it is in the first chapter now, I'm not talking about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I'm talking about uh, closer to the back of the book. Now, if you go into the book of Revelation, you've gone too far, you can back up, and you will find 1 John, 2 John, and 3 John. They're small little books, and I'm going to be in 1 John. And what I was going to say to you is that uh, we um, endeavor to use the King James Version. I know some people are just feel inhibited about that and don't really... Um, they don't like the these and the thous and all that kind of thing. But if you come along with us, we'll help you through that. And uh, that's what we use uh, for those things. Now, that doesn't mean I don't have other study books and all that and other study Bibles. But uh, this is where I go whenever I preach and studying and on this podcast and all that. All right. So First John uh, chapter 1, and I'm going to read from verses uh, 1 through 4. And it says, uh, That which was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. Now, John was talking about Jesus Christ. That is what he's referring to here. And in verse 2, it says, For the life was manifested. We were able to see the life of the Lord. We have seen it and bear witness. And show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifest unto us. In other words, the Lord, uh, he allowed us to look and to see uh, this, what brings us eternal life because of God's great and wonderful love for us. Now, verse 3, it says that we, uh, wit, or that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you. They didn't hold it to themselves. They wanted to tell us about uh, these things that tell us about the Lord and they were a witness of him and they said we've got to tell you about the Lord he said which uh, we have seen and heard we declare uh, unto you we declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us and we want to be able to do that we want to be able to look into the word of God and know that we have fellowship uh, with those that went on before us and we find that uh, uh, their teachings and their guidance is what leads us to understand that we do have fellowship with them. And so it says that you may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And so we want to come into fellowship with the Lord. We want to be able to come into the fellowship with the Father. Jesus said, you can't get to the Father but through him. There's no way to do that. And so here we've got the answer. It's been manifested to them and they are telling us. And now God has through down through the um, all of these uh, many, many centuries of time, God has preserved his word. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, we have it here with us. Now, the reason he says that I'm writing to you about the things that we're going to be reading. Uh, verse four, it explains that. And it says, and these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. And so when he said we, he's probably including uh, the other apostles and the things that they've wrote. And he said, we're writing unto you that your joy may be full. God wants us to have the fullness of joy. 
And so when we look at the thing that we're going to look at today, it is a lesson to be learned, and it was manifested by Christ. The apostle saw it. John was an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ, John the Beloved. And he was there, and he walked with Jesus. He saw Jesus do these miracles and all of the great and wonderful things, and John was at the cross when Jesus died. So he said, we are writing these things that you may be full of joy. And so what things are going to be written to us that we're going to find here in uh, 1 John? Let's go to verse, uh, or excuse me, let's go to chapter 4. Uh, but actually, let's back up first. We're going to get to chapter 4 in a minute. Let's back. Uh, let's go to chapter 2, verses 3 through 6. Let's look at that for a moment. All right, so uh, chapter 2, then we're going to be in chapter 2, and then verses 3 through 6 says, And hereby we do know that we know him, if, there's an if there, if we keep his commandments let's talk about the lord jesus christ and he said we, we know that we know him if we keep his commandments and that is a very strong statement that is a very powerful thing to say that we know him if we keep his commandments verse 4 it says he that saith i know him and keepeth not his commandments hang on now is a liar and the truth is not in him <clears throat> excuse me y'all know I get to going and I get to coughing when I get to going but he said if you know him and you don't bother to keep his commandments he said you're a liar he said the truth ain't even in you you're just lying through your teeth you're not telling the truth and uh, so let's go on and he uh, goes on to say in verse 5 he said but whoso keepeth his word in him verily is the love of God perfected or completed. God is able to work the complete work of God. The love of God inside of our soul. Uh, if we keep his word. Hereby we know that we are in him. Verse 6. He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also so to walk even as he walked. Friend, if we're going to say that we live in him and he lives in us, we're going to have to walk the way Jesus walked. And so we're going to be looking at that today. We're going to be looking at how Jesus walked. Now, before we get into um, looking at Jesus, we're going to continue on. Let's go to 1 John chapter 4. I told you we was going to get to chapter 4 in a minute. We're going to go to 1 John chapter 4, and I'm going to read uh, verses 6. Through 12. Now let's look at this. It's going to talk about the love of God. Now remember, uh, we um, looked at, at this uh, first chapter, and the reason John said that he's writing these things is that our joy may be full. And then we see over in chapter 2, and we find that if we don't follow the Lord uh, in all of his word, uh, then we are just a liar. We're not telling the truth. And now we're going to look at verse 4, verses 6 through 12, and this kind of gives us a little idea about love. And then we're going to go further. We're going to look at what Jesus says also. All right. So verse 6 in chapter 4 of 1 John. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth us, not us. So he's saying, look, he said, if it is that you truly know God, you know, there's a lot of folks that say they know God. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I saw uh, this, um, well, it was on the phone. I was looking through my phone and I found this person was talking and they were talking about a singer uh, that, uh, I, don't, I think her name was Bonse or Beyonce or Beyonce, something like that. I don't listen to all that. But anyway, if I pronounce the name wrong, forgive me. But anyhow, uh, and this person was writing about some song. Now, I do remember the name of the song because it, it made me wonder, well, what's that song about? And uh, so they were singing a song called Church Girl. Well, I'll tell you what, I got to reading that article. And that, that song, Church Girl, from what this person was saying, 
and how they're doing their jiggly-wiggly over uh, how we're going to jiggle ourselves to Jesus or jiggle ourselves to God and how we're just going to do. Uh, I began to understand the church girl song wasn't what I thought it was going to be when I went to looking at it on my phone. And then I thought, well, who is this Beyonce? And uh, all of that. Now, I've heard of her. I don't, I don't listen to her. I don't know exactly who she is. But, I, uh, you know, when you listen to people and they talking this woman was talking about that song and then she's trying to say well this is how we love god we're gonna jiggle ourselves to you know the way uh, god uh, is or so on and so forth but i'll tell you what we have got to get the truth about god out of his word not out of somebody's song that wants to twist the word of god amen hallelujah and so we go on and we're listening to the word of God. And so he said, We are of God. He that know God hear us. And he that is not of God hear us, uh, not us. And I remember reading in that article, it said, Well, and they began to talk about the complete opposite of what God's word was talking about, about who we are as a people of God. Oh, uh, and that song, and the person was talking about that song, and they were saying, Oh, God, uh, you know, our, our way of being, you know, it ain't like this, and it ain't like that, and it ain't like this, and it ain't like that. And everything that was said was the complete opposite of what God's word actually says. And I thought to my goodness, I said, my goodness, that ain't at all what the word of God says. It said the complete opposite of what that person was running their mouth about. And so it says here, the apostle said, if, you, if you're going to say you know God, you're going to say you know God. I'll tell you what, you're going to have to hear the apostles. You're going to have to hear what they got to say. Amen and hallelujah. And then... Verse 6, it says, Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. You know what the spirit of error is? Mean you made a big fat mistake. That's what that means. Yes, sir. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, I'll tell you, and I'm not trying to, you know, make anybody upset or mad at me. I don't know. I'm probably going to get all kinds of things said on to me. But I'll tell you what, the truth is the truth no matter how you want to twist it and turn it. And the truth is in the Word of God. And yes, God's Word does require certain things of us living and serving uh, uh, the Lord. And, and the apostles were there. He told us right there. He said, I, we walked with Him. We looked at Him. Our hands held it, handled Him. We're, our eyes saw Him. Remember that? That's what we were reading in the first chapter of 1 John. And so they ought to know. Now Jesus is God. You, you're going to deny that the Almighty didn't come in the flesh? You better watch out now. That's not a good thing. I'll talk about that. And so we're going to know the difference between truth and error. I'm going to tell you what. There was a lot of error going on in that article. All right, verse 7. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth of God. Now, I'll tell you something about this verse. Somebody's going to read that, or they're going to hear me say it, and they're going to say, oh, that, means, that, that just means that love is God. No, that's not what he said. Love isn't God. <clears throat> you know there's a verse that says God is love, and people twist that and say, oh, see, love, love is God. No. No, that's not what that says. It doesn't say love is God. So people can say how I love and how I want to love. That's my way of being uh, in tune with God. No, the Bible says God is love. So he gets to define what love is. You see, because he's and God is love. God knows all about love. God created everything that we would possibly know. And love comes from him. And everything that he created, he created because he loved us. He created each and every one of us because he loved us. And God loves you. Now, you know, no matter how twisted you may find the word of God or how much you twist it up because you don't want to listen to the truth, that doesn't mean God don't love you. He sure does love you. But that don't mean love is God. That don't mean you just get to decide uh, how that ought to go. That's not what the Bible teaches. It don't teach that. But God is love. So he gets to define it. He gets to explain it to us. And he gets to tell us what it looks like. So, beloved. Now that means he's talking to the church. 
And uh, if you're listening on here, now my podcast is geared towards those uh, that are serving the Lord, but certainly I'm more than happy to speak to those uh, you know you might have found this because you're searching. You know, the Bible tells us if we're hungry, we're going to search. You know, you get hungry for something. I remember last night I got hungry, and I went in that pantry, and I got to searching out because I, I didn't know what I wanted to eat, but I got to searching because I was hungry and I wanted something. And I got in there, and I found me something. I, I, I ended up making myself a, myself uh, an egg sandwich, and I'll tell you, it was good. But I got to search, and I thought, well, what do I want? And so this is what happens with it. We get to search, and we need to search out what is real love. And the world don't know about love. They don't know what love is. They don't understand love. And I certainly saw that in that article. People, they don't understand the love of God. They think they can twist it and turn it however they want. And whatever they say, that's the gospel and that's the way it is. Well, that's not true. you got to get in the word of God and you got to find out what God said about it. And if God didn't say what you're saying, then you're wrong. You're, you're the spirit of error. And we've got to have the spirit of truth. Amen and hallelujah. And so, verse 7, it said, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. In other words, we can't go around hating one another. We've got to love one another. You cannot say that you serve God and be hating on people. You can't do that. You say, well, you sound like you was hating on that person. No, I tell you what, I pray for that person. I pray for that John say or however you say it. Pray for her. And I guess it's a woman. And I think it is. Yeah. Well, it said church girl on the song. And... Um, uh, you know, so we've got to love one another. And when we see that somebody is in error with what they're saying about the word of God and about uh, what it means to be a part of the church of the living God, then we won't pray for them because we want them to be saved. I don't want nobody not to be saved. I, 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 God put the love of, of the Lord down in my soul. And I say, well, Lord, whoever this Beyonce or Beyonce, Beyonce is, Lord, it shouldn't need to be saved. And, I, and then the lady that was talking about her song, Church Girl, you sure could tell, the girl needs to be saved. Well, she thinks she's saved, but I'll tell you, you got to look at the word of God. What does God say? How? How does it look? You know, and so you want the truth. You don't want the error uh, that is coming at us from the enemy. All right, so it says, And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. And he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Now, I'll tell you this. There going to be folks that, you know, going to want to, you know, comment about my podcast and 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 you watch some of my messages on youtube a lot of people are just going to be flat out furious with me and angry with me because of some of the things that god put in my mouth to say that comes out of the word of god, word of god. i won't tell you the truth i'm not gonna lie to you. i ain't gonna be one of these lying preachers i'm not doing that i'm not gonna be one of those preachers that's gonna make you feel comfortable on the pew it's not gonna happen i won't tell you the truth because i want you to make it to heaven and I want you to make it to heaven because I want you to be saved. But, you know, there's a lot of folks, a lot of people that claim to be church-going folks, and, and you, you're dying and going to hell. You're dying and going to hell. You say, well, that's just mean. That's not loving. No, I'm telling you that because I love you because you've got the spirit of error about you, and you're going to have to know what the truth is. And so I want to tell you, and I, I mean that because I'm saying that not to be cause you to be angry or anything, but because I love you, and I want you to know the truth. I want you to be saved. And uh, so it says, uh, verse 8 says, He that loveth not, uh, loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. If, if you can't love me, even though I'm trying to tell you the truth, then you can't say you're from God or that, God, that you've got God's love in you because uh, I'm not lying to you. I'm here to tell you the truth. So you, you ought to want to love, you know, love me for telling you the truth but a lot of people are going to be angry and they're going to be mad and all that kind of thing well i'll pray for you i have to uh, and we're going to see why in a little bit now verse 9 it says in this was manifest the love of god towards us now how did god do it this is how god showed his love towards us that's what verse 9 is saying because that god sent his only begotten son into the world that he might uh, that we might live through him you know, you're not like a separate island to yourself if you're going to serve God. If you're going to be a church girl or you're going to be any church-going man or woman or child or whatever the case may be, 
you you don't you're not an island to yourself, but you just get to do it your way, and you get to decide what you think love of God is all about. But he said that God brought the only begotten Son. Now that word begotten, there's no other Messiah. Jesus is it. That's all you got coming to you, Jesus. And I'll tell you what, he, he's enough. Hallelujah. Jesus is enough. Yes, hallelujah. He's, he's the one that God manifested his love towards us through Jesus Christ. You can't get to the Father. You can't get to God except through Jesus. And so through him, we love one another. Through him, we live. And that's what it says here. He said he, he brought the Son of the living God, the Messiah, the, the, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Now, that all those words are not there, but you find those in other verses. But he said it was manifested. God brought the Messiah to us. God brought uh, this... Uh, Word in flesh, God manifest in the flesh so that we could see. The word manifest means you were able to look upon him. And John told us that they did. And you know, how many of you know who the president of the United States is, uh, was the first president? Now we all know that, well, most of us, I guess, would know that it's George Washington. Well, how do you know that? Were you there? Well, no, I got history, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you got history. Well, guess what? We got history about Jesus. And uh, we've got the history of this apostle, uh, apostle talking to us and telling us, you, you know, he was there and we handled him and we talked to him. You know, they had a relationship with him. And he's trying to talk to us and tell us about love. He's trying to tell us. Now, you know, we know through the history of time, not because we saw George, George Washington. If any of you out there saying, oh, I've been alive and I saw George Washington, you lying through your teeth. You didn't see George Washington. You know you didn't. And you say, well, why are you talking like that? Because there are people that claim to be Christians out there. I've seen them uh, online, on the phone, you know, looking at some of the stuff. And there's some folks out there, they, they've got some um, stuff going on out there that is just flat out from the enemy, but they claim to be Christian. Some of these people that say, well, I've been living for hundreds of years. No, you haven't. You're lying through your teeth. Don't listen to people that say that bunch of nonsense. There was some some couple out of Australia that said, oh, they're Jesus Christ and she's Mary Magdalene and they've been alive all. Don't believe that bunch of nonsense. a bunch of foolish nonsense. Jesus lived and Jesus died. But he rose from the dead. Hallelujah! He rose from the dead and he lived forevermore. But he's, he's not over there in Australia with those folks over there. And, and Jesus told us. He said, don't believe that. He even told us. He said, don't believe that nonsense. He said, if they tell you he's over here, he's over there. He said, don't believe that. He said, because the same way he left is the same way he's going to come back. Now, so if Jesus is going to be willing to tell us the truth, then he's going to be manifested to us, and he's willing to uh, use the apostle John to talk to us about love, we're going to want to hear him. We're going to want to hear the truth. And so... It says, verse 10, Herein is love, not that we loved God, is verse 10, but that he loved us. And he sent his son to be a propitiation for our sins. That word propitiation means that Jesus was a payment for our sins. There had to be a payment, and Jesus made that payment for you and I. So it says, Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us. In other words, long before you and I even existed, God knew that we were going to exist and he loved us and he made a plan in order for us to be saved what a loving god that he is and and so it's it's not because you decided to love god god had already loved you long before you made up your mind if you are serving god and you truly say yes i do love the lord and i want to serve him and i want to live for him and 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 you're willing to obey him because if we look at what we saw in uh, chapter 2 of all of this that we read a while ago, 3 through 6, uh, you know, he said, Hereby we know him if we keep his commandments, you know. And, and he said, But whoso keepeth uh, his word in him, verily is the love of God perfected. If we will keep the love of God in us, we learn how to be complete in God's love. We learn how to do that, and that's in chapter 2. But going on, uh, with what we're reading in verse 11 it says beloved if God so loved the world we ought also to love one another you you can't you, now remember the reason John said that he wanted to write these things and the things that you know the, the, uh, those that were um, no doubt others that and what they wrote also 
that it was to give us a fullness of joy. Now, I'm not talking about ha happiness, and, and neither was John. John, uh, John uh, the, the beloved, he, he wasn't talking about happiness. You know, happiness is overrated. Did y'all know that? Oh, my goodness. Happiness. Oh, I just want. Have you heard this one? I just want my children to be happy. <sighs> you just want your children to be happy. Well, I, I, I've told my children. I said, I don't want you just to be happy. I want you to have joy. I want you to be full of the joy of the Lord. Well, of course, they, you know, they won't go on their own way. They're stubborn and, and all of that. And I'm going to keep on praying for them. And I'm going to believe that uh, before their time is up, God's going to help them get right. And I'm going to keep that faith and believe that God's going to do that. But, uh, you know, and if you've got children that have fallen by the wayside, just keep praying. Keep believing. Keep trusting that God is going to make a way. And that God is going to save them and deliver them because he loves them. He loves them just like he loved you and he saved you. He loved me. He saved me. He wants to save that Beyonce, however you say. And uh, he loved everybody. He loves all these folks. And so... Uh, it says here, uh, verse 11, But uh, beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. Well, we know that God loved us. We know that God loved us so much that he sent a payment for our sin, and that means Jesus had to hang on the cross and suffer and die for you and I. And so because of that, he says we ought to love one another. And, and he's not talking about just the church folks. You know, when you see them love one another, that means you love everybody. You say, well, I don't believe that. Well, then you don't believe all the word of God, and we're going to get there in a minute. But he said, love one another. You, you know, if the Lord is going to go so far as to love us before we were even born, and, and the Lord lets us to know, he spoke to Jeremiah, and he said before, you know, before you were even formed in the womb, I knew you. I mean, God knows us. He knew us before we were created. Now, that don't, those scriptures don't mean that, oh, you lived on some other planet somewhere, or you existed. No, that ain't what that means. Don't listen to them liars. If people tell you that, they're just lying through their teeth and telling you a bunch of nonsense. And you know, the Bible tells us why. Because some of those people, they, they just want a following. They just want somebody to follow. But you, you're going to have to get in the Word, and you're going to have to listen to the truth. That's why we got this podcast, God's Whole Word. We're going to tell you the whole Word. We're going to tell you when somebody's lying to you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Don't let those folks that be lying to you like that tell you all that bunch of nonsense. Now, so it is, it says that we ought to love one another. You know, we know that God has loved us. We're going to love one another. Well, what does that look like? You know, some people have got all kinds of ideas about what love looks like. And, you know, honestly, when you look at some of the things going on in this world, and you can find that we're not really doing what the Lord said. Some of us that claim to be Christians. Now, we're, I'm not. I'm not going to think and talk, you know, about what the world is doing because the world is going to do what they're going to do, and they're not going to follow what God says. But what I'm concerned about, what has really, really got my goat, what has got my gizzard in a twist, is this: that so many people that claim to be followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, you're sitting there. And you act like that the love that you got, you know, is conditional. Well, that's not real love. That ain't from God. You can't put conditions on it. You, you can't say, well, I'm, I'm going to put a condition on it because of this, and I'm going to put a condition on it because of that. Well, we can't do that. That's, that's not the way God wants us to do. And so now let's, let's look at verse uh, 12 let's see and this is the last one we're going to look here and then we're going to go somewhere else it says verse 12 it says no man has seen god at any time well what a thing to say right there in the middle of talking about love no man has seen god at any time why in the world you you know john gonna say that right in the middle of talking about love all right look at what he says and then he's going to sandwich it with the same thing because after he says no man has seen god at any time well before that he said beloved if uh, if you so love god you, uh, we all we all also to love one another. And then he said, no man has seen God at any time. And then he goes on and he sandwiches it and it says, if we love one another, God dwelleth in us and his love is perfected in us. Why did he put no man has seen God at any time in between all that? Because that's how God's love is manifested, truly manifested. 
we have not seen God at any time. No man, because he's invisible. But what we can do is we can manifest the love of God and people can see God through that love that we carry out to the world and, 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 and to everybody, not just those that we put a condition on. Well, I love you if, or I love you because. Now, when I say that, some people say, well, you know, I can't love this person because of this or that or the other, and they get things confused because I know that there are some things that can cause some situations to come up where we have to um, allow ourselves because of our family needing safety and all of that kind of thing. There may be somebody that is, uh, you know, treating our family in such a way, such an abusive way that we have to get to safety and take our children to safety. And certainly God allows for that. We see that all through the Word of God. And so sometimes those that we love uh, may not be treating us like they ought to be treating us. <clears throat> they may not be carrying out the scriptures that says to love one another because God gets to say what it looks like. You know, and he, he tells us what love is. And we're going to make this into, this is not going to be just one podcast. We're going to do this again on Friday, but we're going to go into more things about uh, how God defines it too. But we're going to look at uh, uh, something else tonight before we close. We're going to be looking at a certain thing. And then on Friday, we're going to continue on with this, talking about the love of God. Because it's something that we all need to hear about. We need to know what, what does love really look like. And we're not talking about the world's love. Because I'm going to tell you what, that don't do no good. The world's love is very limited, very conditional. If you see where somebody is saying their love for this person or that person or whatever has got conditions on it, then you know that's not coming from God. Now, with that said, as I said, sometimes people are, you know, there's, let me, let me just put it right to you the way it is. Now, my, my mother married someone after my father died. She married uh, a man who became very abusive and he drinking alcohol and uh, just very abusive. And us children, we, especially myself, uh, were uh, beaten severely, abused severely, and all those kind of things. And it made it really difficult. Uh, made it for a very difficult life growing up. And I, I say that to you because, uh, you know, there there's this uh, thing that a lot of people don't understand. They say, well, how in the world could, could she just continue on and, and say she loves him and all that? And the reason is because love is a choice. One thing that we can see through here that people make a choice. They choose to love or they choose not to love. And and what happens with the world is now y'all 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 listen now. Don't don't turn off yet. I want you here. A lot of people think that love is all about just a feeling. You know, I gotta have the gushy mushy feelings and and, and as long as I got the mushy gushy feelings, everything's fine. This is the reason why you got divorce going through the roof. Because that's what people think. They think that um, uh, that love is just this mushy-gushy feeling. And when that's all gone, when it's all ran out, then there ain't no more love. And then you'll hear them say to their children, uh, you know, when their children's upset because they're getting a divorce and they're breaking up and the children are just beside themselves, oh, we don't, you know, because you, you've, you've put them into fright. I mean, they felt secure with the two of you together. Now, it could have been the two of you together were just like, you know, an explosion uh, ready to happen and 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 maybe somebody was just being really abusive and you got to get out and away for your safety of yourself and your children and and the lord allows for those things we find that in the scripture we find this uh time and again so i don't want y'all misunderstand what i'm saying uh that uh, that you can't continue to love those folks you may have to put a distance between you in order to keep yourself safe but you've still got to love that individual you still got to find a way to love that individual. And when you finally understand through the Word of God that love really is a choice. God chose to love us. Well, you know, we got to decide. We got to make a decision to love others. And, you know, it's, it, it's not always easy to, uh, you know, to make that choice sometimes because... 
of what might be going on. It may be really, really difficult. So before we go uh, on, we're, we're going to go, I, I would like to turn you to Matthew, the book of Matthew, and that's the very first book of the New Testament. And I, I say those things because uh, there may be some new Christians uh, that are find this podcast because I'm just praying for God to open up the doors. You know, I mean, I believe God can do that. And and so, you know, some people say, well, you're just way off in the corner in the dark and on the podcast things and nobody's going to ever find you. Well, I don't believe that. I believe God can open up the doors and, and bring people in to listen. And uh, I'm hoping that we're able to bless somebody. I really, really do. But what I'm getting ready to read, these passages of Scripture, if you make your way to Matthew and go to chapter 5, Matthew chapter 5. And, you know, so many people, uh, they I, they have an idea of what love, love looks like. And when you go to talk about what we're getting ready to talk about uh, as we... Uh, you know try to finish up this podcast as soon as I can they they're not comfortable with what I'm getting ready to read they're not comfortable with these verses that I'm getting ready to bring out here and I, I want you to hear it now if you if you'd be willing to listen because if you remember uh, we 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 look at at some of those things that were said and and didn't he say you you would be listening to them you would hear them you know the apostles that we're going to be willing to listen well if we're going to be listening to the apostles we sure enough better listen to jesus because these words we're getting ready to read are out of the mouth of jesus this is god come in the flesh god robed himself in flesh to come and and feel what we feel so he knows uh how to be a very compassionate god because he could feel the suffering and the pain that we felt because he became one of us and so he's able to uh, really be a God that feels what we feel. He knows exactly what it's like to, to feel the suffering and the struggles and the temptations and the difficulties that we have as human beings. And, uh, and, and yet he loves us and uh, he can love us greater than anybody because he can feel. Now, see, that's the thing. Us human beings, well, don't we know what it's like and we can have compassion on folks let's say like for me now i i have a, a very compassionate heart for folks that i know that have suffered through abuse and all that kind of thing and uh, for a long time my spouse and i we did foster care because of those things and i was actually in foster care because of all the abuse we suffered we ended up uh my siblings and i going into foster care and uh and, and so in time, I wanted to do the same thing and kind of, I guess, pay it forward, if you will. And uh, so we did that. But I, I always had heart for those that were suffering through uh, things such as what I suffered through and all of that. Uh, because I tell you, when there is abuse that's going on and there is so much suffering going on at the hands of another person that claims to love you, claim to care about you and all that kind of thing, it's hard uh to to love that person it's not i'm not going to sit there and say it's an easy thing that you're not you're not going to hear this preacher sit there and say well it's just easy just do it well no that's not what i'm saying i didn't say that but what i am saying is it is a choice and what what we heard in the verses that we listened to if, if we're going to love god we're going to be willing to obey what he says we're going to be willing to listen to him and, and follow what he says, and to follow in his steps. So let's see what Jesus has to say. All right, so in chapter 5 of the book of Matthew, in verses 43, that's 43 through 48. Verses 43 through 48. All right, I'm going to read it. Okay, it says, Ye have heard that it hath been said... Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. I guess back then they were saying things like that. Well, you know, there's a lot of folks that talk like that and behave that way. And you know full well there is right now today, even in this day and age. They're going to love the ones that love them and they're going to hate the ones that hate them. He said, you heard that in verse 44. The Lord says, now these are the words of Jesus. He says, but I say unto you. Now that doesn't mean that Jesus got a different word. He's always uh, as God Almighty, some people tried to separate Jesus from God, but no, Jesus was God. 
the same God in the Old Testament uh, that uh, judged people and actually killed people in judgment because of the uh, they refused to repent is the same one in Jesus Christ. That's the same God. But some people say, well, he's not, or oh, you ain't heard all the things that Jesus says. But when we talk about this, I want you to listen to the other side of what he's saying. And uh, he, he said, but I say unto you, love your enemies. That's what Jesus said. And so with everything that we looked at in 1 John, and now Jesus is saying to love your enemies. You know, if I had a, a title for this, you know, if it was a message and you know, all, I'm on my podcast. But if it was a message, I would, I would call this loving those uh, that you feel like hating. Loving those that you feel like hating. That's what Jesus is asking us to do. That's exactly what he's asking us to do. He's asking us to love those that we really feel like hating. And so I want to talk to some of you a little bit about that. And we, we, I won't finish reading this. And so he says, love your enemies and bless them that curse you. So if they're cursing you out and they you know, want to just absolutely lay a curse upon your life and all of that in however manner they try to do that, uh, there were different ways they did it back then. There's different ways that people do that now. Uh, do good to them that hate you. Wow. So we have to do good, Jesus? You're telling us, Jesus, to do good to those that hate us? Yes. He's asking us to love those that we feel like hating. And and you say, well, uh, you know, maybe you're one of those uh, holier than thou. Now I'm not I'm not being rude to you, but you know there's some folks, especially you know some people new to the Lord. Oh, I'm just gonna love everybody, love everybody. Well, they'll say that until something happens, and and sometimes it got to be a pretty drastic thing. And sometimes God allows drastic things to come because you keep saying, "Well, I'm gonna oh I love everybody, I love everybody," and then when it really hits home, right where you are at, right there, and affects you and your life and your loved ones, then you're going to be tested. I mean, are you really going to love those that you feel like hating? And I, I'm, I'm going to say that because, you know, there was a point in my teenage years that I I grew to hate my stepfather. I grew to hate him because he was, he was just really mean and uh, he had emotional problems and when he would get drunk, it would just really get bad around the house. And um, and I, I grew to hate him. And I saw him, uh, you know, I was uh, up in my teenage years when my mother had a child by him. And uh, But I loved that little boy. You know, he was my brother. And I tried to protect him from what was happening to me because I was being beat by what was his father. We both shared the same mother. But, you know, I, I didn't want him doing the same thing to, to my little brother you albeit be a half brother he was still my brother and i i would try to protect him you know and uh, i saw him one day just literally just punch my little brother and he was only three years old and punch him in the mouth and knocked him across the baby bed because even though he was three years old he was in the baby bed and what was wrong with him is he was crying and crying because he had a diaper rash and the diaper rash was really bad and, uh, and he had been peeing all day in that diaper. Now, I get real blunt to the point around here on this podcast. And so you're just going to have to deal with it. But um, my little brother had a rash, and I was going to school and going to work, and I was trying to work part-time, go to school part-time, and uh, doing that to help bring some money in the house because we were so poor. And, and uh, But that day, I, I saw, I come home, and I opened the door, and I saw my stepfather hit my little three-year-old brother and busted his mouth open literally blood just went gushing out and he was screaming and crying my little brother that was and uh i I felt a rage and i felt a hate go through me and i i just i didn't really want my stepfather to live any longer i hated him for for hurting my little brother like that no and um and you know when I, I I 
ran down the hallway in the trailer we were living in and I started yelling at my mother and I told her, I said, you better get him out of here. I said, you better get that man out of here. And um, I won't repeat everything I said, but I said some words. And um, But there came a time that God got a hold of my life. And um, it was a while later and God baptized me with the Holy Ghost and um, and the Lord began to deal with me and, and trying to teach me that I needed to love my enemy. But you know, I tell you, it's, it's difficult loving those that you feel like hating, you want to hate, and maybe you actually do hate, but God is asking us to turn that around. You know, and that's where you know that the true love of God is taking hold of you when you finally are able to say, Lord, I want to forgive them for what they've done. And I want to be able to love them. And you know that you come to that place where God has helped you to get there when you finally feel this hope in your heart that that person would make it to heaven, that you would pray for them and, Lord, forgive them and help them, and I'm hoping they made it to heaven. Now, I did get to that point in my life, and uh, it, it took some time for me, and I, I finally got there, and I found out, and I was so glad that I, I did get there because I found out, because after you know a long while, uh, we didn't uh, have any contact with my stepfather for a long time, many, many, many years, and I found out that uh, uh, he had contracted cancer, and uh, where he was at in the hospice that he was at, the nurse that had began to um, uh, take care of him in there, that she was assigned to take care of him. And when he died, my mother had never divorced him, and so they called her and with the last number that they found and kept trying to find her, and they finally found her and said that she needed to come pick up her, his belongings and because she was the closest relative and so forth since they had not divorced. But my mother did separate from him after a period of time. and uh, But we went over there uh, to the place. I, took, I drove my mother over there. I was an adult by then. And um, I remember going in there, and I, I remember going into his room. And because the Lord had allowed me, through being baptized with the Holy Ghost, the Lord helped me to grow in the love of the Lord to where I, I felt this love where I wanted to know that he was saved. And you say, well, why didn't you go uh, looking for him? Why didn't you go find him? Well, God allowed it to be in the manner that it did in the course of life that my life took. But I, I did get into conversation with that nurse, and she said, oh, I just want you to know he did give his heart to the Lord before he died, and uh, he he fully turned to the Lord Jesus Christ for uh, salvation and and so on. So, and you know, I was so happy to hear that. But if it had been um, at that moment when I saw him hit my little brother, uh, you know, I, I felt such a different feeling then. It was a it was a hate. It was a, a deep hate. But God wants us to learn to love those that we feel like hating. Maybe somebody's done something else to you that's maybe just as difficult and traumatic as it was to me and what I dealt with. Um, you know, there's so many situations that can come about that cause us to feel like we want to hate somebody. And those feelings, once they start getting a hold of us, it's hard to let them go. But the Lord wants us to do that because he's asking us, he said, love your enemy. He said, I say unto you, love your enemy and bless them that curse you and do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. This is a completely different way of thought. You know, here, you know, we've, we've, you know, many, many people would say, well, you know, you were justified for hating him because of what he did to your little brother and and just what you viewed and what you saw and what you experienced. And, and we understand and all that kind of thing. And people will try to uh, come about it from that, you know, that kind of perspective and all. But 
the bottom line is Jesus wants us to go in a different direction. And if we're willing, now like we looked at several different uh, chapters and verses in First John, and we find that if we're really going to love the Lord and we're really going to follow Him, then we're going to want to do these things that Jesus is talking about too, to love those that we really feel like hating. But there's no way to do that within the fleshly realm. And by that I mean it takes the Spirit of God to help us get there. And so it is that we've got to connect with God. We've got to say, Lord, I need you to help me to love that one I feel like hating. I I need you to help me, Jesus, because I want to be obedient to you. And I want to love my enemy because that's what you're asking me to do. And, And let's go on and see what else the Lord has to say here in verse 45. It says, That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sending the rain on the just and the unjust. In other words, the Lord is saying, look, in order for us to be father, uh, children of the Father in heaven, we're going to have to learn to love those that we feel like hating. That's what Jesus is saying. He said that you may be. He said this is the reason. He said, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you. And the sentence doesn't finish. It just goes into the next verse. It says, that you may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. You and I, we want to be children of the Father in heaven. We have got to be able to learn to love our enemies and bless them that curse us. Do good to them that hate us. And pray for them that despitefully use us and persecute us. And you say, that that's, that's so hard. Well, it... It is uh, when you stand back and say, I'm not going to do it. But see, here's the deal. If you love the Lord and you look at the fact that the Lord loved each and every one of us and he was willing to die for us, knowing that everything that we did is what's going to nail him to that cross, he still was willing to hang on that cross for you and I, even though our sin is what nailed him there. So none of us are empty or void from, you know, Jesus could have just turned and said, I hate you because your sin put me on the cross. And I, I, but Jesus decided to love us, even though we were like enemies to him. We were his enemies. You know, the Bible says that the flesh is the enemy of God. And so the Lord wants us to, to do these things, to love those that we really feel like hating, because that way we can become the children of our Father which is in heaven. And, and, and then it goes on to say, it says, uh, that you may be the children of the Father which is in heaven, for he maketh his son, that's, and that's S-U-N, it's talking about the sun up there in the sky, his son to rise on the evil and on the good. Remember, every day when that sun shines, everybody benefits from it. Whether they be the evil people or the good people, everybody benefits it from it. Why? Because God is trying to say, look, I love everybody. And I'm doing good to everybody by letting everybody benefit from the Son. And then he goes on to say, um, he said, and he sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. It's not just the the just people that, that have water. You know, I mean, yes, there are people that, you know, don't have enough water or don't have clean water and so on, so on and so forth. But the, the bottom line is some of those, most of those situations are because, um, you know, people get involved and they're not, uh, they stop uh, maybe progress, maybe some places where they're not able to, to get in. The government maybe is not allow, allowing certain folks to get in to help um, build water systems or whatever. I mean, I, I don't want to get into all that, but I'm just saying, there are those that are in this world that God full well knows are evil, and He full well knows that they're unjust and let. Yet Jesus is allowing them to benefit from the sun because we do benefit. If we don't have the sun, we're going to die, folks. Because the sun helps everything to grow. You, we would be dead if we did not have the sun. We need that sun uh, for life and all of those things to help grow our vegetables and everything that we've got going on. We need water. You know, without it, it we're, we're going to die. You know, you got to have 
some type of, of uh, that in your system. And so the Bible tells us that even the evil and the unjust people, God is willing to give that to them. Why? So that they can know that God was good to them no matter what. And that's how we have to be. We have to get to that place to where we say, you know what? I have to love my enemy because the Lord says, if I'm going to be his child, if I'm going to be the child of the Father in heaven, I've got to love the enemy. And so with that said, I want to uh, finish this up real uh, quick. It says, verse 46, For if you love them that love you, what reward have you? Do not even the publicans the same? You know, you'll find people in the world that will only love those that they want to love, only certain people, and then certain people they're going to hate, and they just, that's, that's the way it is. Now, I'm not talking about what the world has twisted up and flipped up. Because the world is saying, you know, they're calling people haters that are not really haters. They call they call people like 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 me. I mean, you know, when people are going to give their comments and all that kind of thing, when I finally open it up to allow that to be done, there are going to be people on my podcast and on the unit preacher and everything. I'm going to get done, and they're going to be people that are just going to hate me up one side and down the other. And I know they are because they're not going to like the fact that I'm telling what the Bible says. I'm teaching what the Bible says, and people don't like that. They, they, they get mad with that. They get angry. But but I'm trying to tell you because I love you and I want you to know the truth. I want you to be saved. I want you to be in heaven with me. And with all those that are going to be there, I don't, I don't want you to be lost. It just uh, hurts my heart to know that there's people that's going to go to hell. And God has made a way so there's no excuse for it. There's no excuse for anybody going to hell because God has made a way out of hell. And that is through Jesus Christ. And so that's why we share the love of God. But in sharing the love of God, we have to talk about everything about God. And that is His holiness and how He demands that we be holy. Well, when you start talking like that, a lot of people are just going to get mad and they're going to get angry. They don't want to hear that part. They, they don't want to hear that. And so that's where it can create a, a problem. But even those, uh, you know, they, they say, I'm a hater. Well, I'm not a hater. I'm trying to love you and... and in the very way that God is trying to love you as well. And when you really look at it and when you really begin to see what love really, really, truly looks like, it's far different than what the world says because the world does not tell you to love your enemies. Absolutely, they do not. They will uh, do everything they can to, uh, well, for lack of a better way of putting it, they will try to destroy your life. They'll try to ruin your life. If they hate you enough, they will try to destroy you. And so, but the Lord says to love them that hate you. Now, but in verse 46, he says, if you love them that love you, what reward do you have? You know, I want my rewards in heaven. But the thing is, you can't just love those that that love you back. We always want to do that because, well, I'll love you because I know you're going to love me back. But if you love somebody that doesn't love you, that literally hates you. That's where you know you're not going to get a reward from that. You know, they're not going to come to you, well, I love you too. Or No. Somebody that hates you, they're not going to love you. And if they're pretending to love you, well, you know, that's just hypocrisy. That's not real. You don't want that kind of love. That's fake. Now, verse 46, it says, And if you salute your brethren only, you know, if you're only going to salute the people that serve God, you're only going to salute the people that are part of your family. In other words, greeting them. You know, hey, how you doing? And that kind of thing. Now, there's more to it with the scripture, uh, with the scriptural word salute. But that's the easiest way to understand it in this day and age. You know, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. That kind of thing. If you're only going to be acknowledging the people that you find that, you know, whether it be because, well, they're of a certain race, so I'll salute them, but I'm not going to salute this uh, race over here because of their skin color. Well, that's not right. Uh, that's not right. God is not pleased with that. And you're going to have to stop that. And if you don't stop it, you're going to meet God, and it's not going to turn out well. And so he says here, he said, and if you, in verse 46, if you salute your brother and only, and uh, what more do you do than others? Do not even the publicans do that? In other words, why are you going to act like everybody else? That's what he's saying. You can't act like everybody else. You've got to act the way God wants you to act. You've got to behave like God wants you to behave 
if you're going to follow him. Now, if you're not going to follow him and you're going to live like the devil, you're going to live like the world, well, that's, you know, go on and do. But I'm hoping that you don't because you're going to meet a God that's you're going to be brought into judgment. And that is not going to turn out well because the Bible already tells us how that's going to go. Now, verse 48, it says, Be ye therefore perfect. That word perfect means to be complete. Even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. God is a complete God. And one of the things about God is you're not complete if you're not going to love your enemy. You're not complete in God. If you sit there and tell me, well, I'm, I'm not going to forgive this particular person because of what they did to my family member or what they did to me as a child or what they did to my son or my daughter or, or my spouse. You know, some people have been, you know, uh, their lives have been taken by the hands of people. And I, 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 I know that that is really, really difficult um, to, to even, even fathom in my mind uh, somebody taking the life of a family member. Um, you know, my son, one of my sons, uh, died last year, and he died of a drug overdose. And I, you know, I could sit there and I could be angry with the ones that provided him with the drugs. But, you know, one of the things that we're going to have to learn is that we all got choices. We've all got choices to make. And what Jesus is asking us to do is to make a choice to love the enemy. Even the enemy. we got to love them. they got to know Jesus. they got to know him in the power of his love. And that's what the Lord wants from us today. And so uh, we're going to end this podcast today. And um, we're going to come back on Friday. And we're going to be talking about uh, the love of God some more. And we're going to... We're going to be looking at some other scriptures. And you say, you sure did take a long time. Well, I wasn't here on Tuesday and Friday last week. So I wanted to give you plenty up to do. And, uh, you know, but let's really think about this. And I want to say a prayer before we go. Dear Lord, I pray, God, that you would help any and all people out there that's listening to this podcast that are struggling with, with this issue about loving even those that we just feel like hating. And Lord, you know there's plenty of that to go around. There's so many things that have gone on through this world and that continue to go on that give us plenty of opportunity to hate folks. But Lord, you told us not to do that. You said to love our enemy so that we can be uh, the child of our Father in heaven. And so, Lord, help us. If we've got feelings like that, God, help us to get through that. Help us to get past that and to allow the love of God. Hallelujah to allow the love of the Lord Jesus Christ to get a hold of our heart that we may love our enemy the way that Jesus loves them. I know we can't get to the Father, but through Jesus. And so I pray all of these things in the blessed holy name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. And so may the Lord bless you and keep you until we meet again on Friday. Lord bless you.